Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes of blowjobs. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time mini-so. This week, again, just me, Papa Scotch. And uh, what I wanted to do, I was thinking about doing this as a numbskulls entry, and uh, but I, I just decided to turn it into a, a review, basically. And what I'm going to be talking about today is the game Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, if you remember way back when, the end of January, we did an episode about the game Clock Tower. I mentioned that I had played Watch Dogs Legion, and I finished it, and I didn't like it. And uh, that's going to be the synopsis of this. So if you're just really not into hearing what I'd say about Watch Dogs Legion, I didn't like it. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. Those of you who want to stay, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what makes this game not work, uh, what things it did well, uh, the missteps, and let's just start with the story. I mean, the story, which I barely remember, which is not a great indicator so far, but uh, we're in London, England. The... The hacker group from the first two Watch Dogs games, DeadSec, uh, is essentially fighting another hacking group called Zero Day. And these uh, Zero Day terrorists blow up a building and... Or three buildings. Is it three buildings? Or an arena? I think they blew up Wembley. Anyway, it, do it doesn't matter. The point is that the government used this as a ploy to... Uh, hire private military contractors to come in and basically do the policing of London, and fascism happened. Big fucking surprise. So, the whole time, what you're doing, the point of the game is to recruit other people, to play through the story, get to the end, and uh, it, it tried to have this idea of unity, that you were this opposing force to this larger government entity. And uh, it did not work at all. It, they pulled it off. They, they didn't pull it off. It was pretty terrible. Um, I'm, I'm going to come down a little bit on the game just because I loved Watch Dogs 2. I thought Watch Dogs 2 was great. I thought it did a good job of balancing the seriousness of the topic, but with goofiness and making the game colorful and making the game fun and doing a really interesting way to kind of match the world of the video game with real life. And uh, this didn't have... Watch Dogs Legion didn't have any of that. It felt like a sequel just to the, directly the first game. And the first game had a lot of missteps. But I'm not even going to get into that. We'll be here all day. So let's talk about uh, the big gimmick. The big thing you could do with people, and that is recruitment. Uh, in this game, you can recruit literally anyone on the street. So you can like hit a, hit a button. You'll see their stats. Uh, you'll know if they're already keen on DeadSec and they want to join the movement, you'll notice if they fucking hate you and for whatever reason. And uh, the idea is that you can recruit these people, they have their own certain special set of skills, and they can help you complete missions just by going in between these characters. The, the problem I found, the biggest thing, is once I had a construction worker, uh, I did mention this in the episode, the Clock Tower one, by the way, but once I got a construction worker, they can summon a cargo drone. With a cargo drone... You can just sit on top of it, you hit a button to hack it, and then you're flying around riding a cargo drone. At that point, there was no reason to use a car anymore. I didn't use a car. I barely did. Even the missions, there were very few missions that made me use a car, so I'd just fly to one area, go do the mission, fast travel to the closest metro, or 
underground station, walk over and do that next mission. And it was just that over and over and over again. I, I didn't spend much time on ground level driving around. Not much at all. Uh, which is pretty bad, uh, considering the map itself is not great. And I'll get to that in a second. And I know a lot of people are gushing about how great the map is, but it's bad. It's bad, and I'll get to why I believe that. But let's keep up with recruitment. I got the construction worker. I flew everywhere. Uh, eventually, I got sick of just fucking stealth everywhere. So I recruited someone who was, I don't remember, like an assassin or a spy or something, and they had two badass guns uh, because... In the the only weapons that are available to any character are four guns. They are like electrical weapons. It's a pistol, a shotgun, uh, what their version of what a grenade launcher would be, and like an SMG, like a machine pistol, basically. And these weapons, comparatively speaking to the other weapons you can get from other characters, are trash. And if you are a character who doesn't have their own specialized weapon, that's these are the four you use. There's no picking up other weapons. There's no downloading new 3D prints, which is a fucking huge mistake. That was the coolest thing about Watch Dogs 2. Yes, I know it was dumb. Yes, I knew it was improbable and impossible, but you would get these blueprints and create in a 3D printer the guns, and they, it was fun. It was fun. And they just did away with all that, which was a stupid fucking move. So... My problem was that I had these two characters. I had the construction worker who could blend in and go into a lot of construction sites. And then I had the assassin who would just go in with a mask on and just kill everyone. And with those two, I was able to pretty much beat the game handedly. I mean, there was maybe three characters I played with. In, like, 98% of the game was with three characters. The other were just testing them out and realizing there's no reason to ever have them. Uh, the, the other thing is you can recruit up to 45 people, I believe it is, and they'll all go hang out in your uh, your base, basically. And the problem I also had with this is I get what they were going for. I get they were going for the idea that you could switch between these people whenever you want and you'd have a whole new set of skills and it'd feel like this big unifying force, like I said, but I didn't feel that at all. I just felt like most of them were worthless. Uh, you even had some, like there was a, an older guy recruited that uh, he was super slow and he couldn't sprint because he was an older guy. And I liked that. I liked the idea that some of the people you you uh, recruit don't only have positives, which is fun. And that's pretty neat. Uh, there was another guy who who had uh, something called flatulence. I know what the word means, but the attribute was something flatulence. And they just fart and they'd ruin their stealth, which, I you know little bit of humor there, I guess, but why would I ever recruit that person? Like, there's no reason to do it if most of the game, or not all of it, is stealth. Um, now, in this case, what I would have liked to see is a reason for recruiting this many people and giving them something to do, for fuck's sake, while I'm not using them. Like, it would feel like a much more cohesive and better unit if, say, uh, maybe, and I'm just, I'm spitballing here, I don't know how to make this this better, it was pretty bad, but maybe give them tasks to do. Maybe, you know, send them out to an area to go pick up a tech point you don't feel like getting, and maybe they return in like an hour of game time with it. Or, you know, make a couple work together to build upgrades to your base. I mean, it was just useless having them. I mean, especially like I, I recruited like 30 maybe total, and they all just sat there doing nothing at my base. It was It was a waste of time. 
So that that was a misstep. Just you're trying to make me feel like a, an every man against this huge unit, and I was just only a couple couple people over and over. And uh, the problem too is a lot of the cutscenes are just going through the story, so you don't really have th- these characters don't have much of a personality, and it's really difficult. And it really pulled me out of it when uh, I had a construction worker and she got injured, so she was in the hospital recovering. And then I recruited a second construction worker, and this was maybe three quarters of the way through, but uh, there's a big mission. I'm not going to spoil the story or anything. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not good. But uh, there's this big mission where you realize that the guy's evil, and you blow up his spot and put it all over the TVs all throughout the city, and everyone sees it. And the guy who you were getting missions through that was helping you, there's this really good heartfelt moment. But the thing was, I just recruited this construction worker, and all of a sudden he's mingling with the higher-ups who did... It didn't make sense, and it felt really out of place, and it took me out of the whole game. Because if I have access to everyone, then no one really matters. Uh, A lot of people had mentioned that a really good way to add a whole other level of gameplay to this was to turn on permadeath. So permadeath means if one of your characters gets killed out in the field... They're dead and gone. They're no longer in your group, and you'd have to go recruit someone else uh, if you wanted to fill their hole or just let them die and go run the mission with someone else. And this may have been a cool feature, but recruiting was so tedious and boring that I don't want to have to do more work than that. So I turned permadeath off. I don't like the idea that you need to turn on permadeath to make this a better game. Uh, you should have either made that mandatory or just completely taken it out of the game. Or maybe unlocked Permadeath as a new playthrough, like a new game plus. Maybe that would have been interesting, so it would have been there for people. But I don't see any reason why to ever use it. And it doesn't make the game better. It makes it more bloated. So I don't see... Yeah, it does It does add more stakes to it. And it maybe it makes you be more careful in a mission. Because there's definitely times... Because I, I platinum this for PlayStation 4 and 5. Uh, using a little bit of cross-save help, but at the same time, I had to play through the story fully on both. So, I put in my fucking time in these two games, and by the end, I was so bored. I was fast-forwarding through every cutscene. I wanted to get it over with as soon as possible. And it's not a good thing when I'm sprinting to the finish of your game and can't wait to have it over. Because ultimately, at the end of the game, what are you supposed to do? There's no point. You can go to a bar and drink... You can play a couple darts games. You can go recruit more people for missions that don't exist. Maybe you can do some side missions. Sure, but once you 100% do everything and, and liberate every area, there's literally nothing to do. There's no reason to go back to this world at all. Uh, I didn't notice if there was mission replay, but I don't think there was. And it was just bad. Like, it was boring, and it was repetitive. It, it oh, God, I'm just getting in a loop here. But uh, the sto- let's just we'll take a sec. We'll talk about the story, and then I'll get to that map. But the story is also not great. You have a cast of main characters that have voices, and the voice acting's fantastic, and they're good and fully developed. But the whole thing basically boils down to fascism is bad. And it's like, yeah, of course it is. And I think maybe it's because uh, America, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but we were, we were flirting with... Uh, an authoritative authoritarian a little bit or a wannabe fascist uh who is running the country so 
this was not fun to escape to this world as much. I mean, that's that's just how I feel at the time. It doesn't. I, I it I would be lying if I said it didn't affect my feeling about this game. But at the same time, it's it's not like I'm blaming anyone for putting that in there. That fascism is bad, and you shouldn't be fascist. Uh, the only real shining good moment in the story was Bagley, the computer AI who would talk to you. Bagley had a great personality, and that was about it. That was mo- probably the most personality of anyone in the game. Uh, there were undercover cops you worked with that were also not bad. Uh, the hackers in your group were just boring and just stereotypes, and it was just either too much or not enough. I mean, I get that. I get what they were doing. You wanted to create a cohesive unit fighting this overwhelming force, but it just rang hollow when I kept using the same people with no personality who you could just interchange in the cutscenes, and it doesn't matter because they don't have a backstory other than their occupation. Uh, but you know, that's, it's not good. So the other thing I want to get to that I mentioned briefly, the map, the map isn't good. London's not a good city for this. And I, I will say it looks pretty. It looks very pretty. Uh, it was really cool to see like Piccadilly Circus and Westminster in the game. Uh, it was cool to basically recruit a royal guard and put on a suit and infiltrate it for a trophy. That was fun. But um, the problem I have with the map is that when you add all the drones flying around, when you add all the future check, when you add all the neon signs, it just felt the same the whole thing felt the same yeah you had Westminster you had open areas of grass you had uh the eye of London you had all the tourist spots but outside of those very specific spots any building any area could have substituted for any other one it was just brown and bland and gray and boring uh it it was a massive degrade from the Watch Dogs 2 app which had a lot more brighter areas. It had three completely different districts. It had like Silicon Valley. It had downtown San Francisco. It had Oakland. And these all felt like different areas of the map. And it was not there for Watch Dogs Legion. Sorry, but London was not the good choice to do for this. Um, I know that people who are from England have a much more favorable opinion of this because, well, it's their home, which is great. But uh, they do go into a lot of the characters and narratives, kind of go into what it is to be someone from London, a Londoner. And I get that. I get how you have a connection to it, but I didn't I didn't know that I it was completely lost on me, and I platinumed both of them. I didn't even know it was there. So take that for what you will. Like I said before, there's nothing to do in the endgame. The, the other big thing that really was... I didn't think about it until recently, but... The map has no elevation changes. Like, it maybe it does a little bit, but barely. Like, we're talking a couple grades and a couple bridges. Like, it is not a diverse area. It's just buildings that look the fucking same with a couple historical landmarks thrown in. It was... It wasn't good. Most of the time, you drop me off in an area, and I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't know where I am. Like, by the end of the by the end of the time I was playing Grand Theft Auto V, I memorized that map. I knew where I... Like, if you dropped me somewhere, I'd know where I was... I'd know how to get back to a main road, and I'd know how to get back to the city if I wanted. For this, however, and I know it's it's not... You want to take the game on its own merits. You don't want to compare it to other games, but Grand Theft Auto V perfected the open world game to date, and it's what? And Grand Theft Auto 
was released September 17th, 2013. That game is almost eight years old, and the map and activities and the end game, everything's better about that than this game, which is fucking pathetic. I mean, you got to at least compete with Grand Theft Auto, a game that's eight years old from two generations ago. Uh, that That's what really bothered me. It just it had this big grand idea that didn't really work, and then everything else just fuck it suffered around it but uh let's take a a second and i do want to talk about some things i actually did like about the game uh the shooting and the cover were fun and they reminded me a little bit of the division i mean they worked i think your character i don't like the fact that your character uh if you wanted to have bullet armor you had to find a character that had body armor you couldn't add any armor so a lot of the characters that I had that weren't fight-centric would die very quickly unless you were hiding. And then you had to use, like, support weapons to, to save yourself. So uh, the gunfight's a little stacked against you. Like, if you were in an area and you alerted them and they all came down on you, you're dead. Like, it's it's tough to make it pass unless you have an assassin. Um, the puzzles and the uh, spider-bot things that you have to get to certain areas to get tech points and sneak around... Um, it's puzzle based and it was it was it was good until it was boring as shit because they were all exactly the same. The only way to hack stuff was uh, there were lines and you had to change the parameters so they connected lines together. It was the same hacking thing as the other ones. It was the same thing over and over. By the end, I was so fucking bored with it. God, that was so boring. But uh, those are the thing. That's the thing. That's my favorite thing. That's the thing I liked about it. The puzzles that were great until they weren't. So let's just let's bring this all home. I've been ranting enough about it. I if I had to pick a score uh, out of twenty seven scotches, I would give this probably a four. Uh, I think that in years years from now, I may look back a little bit more fondly of it. But for now, I'm comparing it to previous open world games like Grand Theft Auto, and it doesn't even come close. And then I'm comparing it to previous Watch Dogs games, and it doesn't even come close. I, I think it was very ambitious to do all of this, recruit anyone you want, but I think that the entire game suffered because of it. You you That concept was great, and then you didn't do anything around it to lift it up. So why, it? what's the point then? Especially since it's beneficial to just use the same people over and over that have attack skills versus stealth skills. So the thing, to, to, to land this, to bring it all back... Uh, what I really didn't like about it is they gutted everything that was fun from Watch Dogs 2, moved it into a, a more serious direction like the original Watch Dogs, and it didn't work. Like, straight up, it wasn't nearly as good. It wasn't nearly as fun. When I finished Watch Dogs 2, I wanted to go back to that world. I even went back, like, months later to go check it out. And for this, I don't ever, ever want to see it again. If new DLC comes out, even if it's free, I don't want to fucking play it. I don't want to go back to this world at all. It's boring and the same. So that's a big problem. Uh, The other issue really I had with was that the characters, since you're using so many, you don't really get attached to them. Like I said, they don't have much of a personality and it really takes all the stakes out of it. Like, yeah, you could say, well, then use permadeath and that has more stakes. Yeah, but then I have to spend another hour recruiting someone else and doing the same fucking recruitment missions all over again, and it's just annoying. It's not fun. It's a grind. It's a job. It's not a game anymore. And I will say the the one thing I did like though about the recruiting and the and the hacking area is uh, 
when you killed someone or incapacitated them, you would see their stats and what they could, the perks they could give you, and then it said deceased. So it gave me pause for a second to kind of realize that I just killed a person, a character, someone that could have been on my team, someone that was one or two shitty missions, shitty missions away from being on DeadSec. And now I killed them because that was easier. And then by the end of the game, when I was flying through it, I didn't give a shit at all. I just killed everybody. It was who cares. So my final summary of this, if you like open world games, if you've played and enjoyed the other Watch Dogs, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this for maybe 10 hours. And then after that, it'll just get boring as sin. Um, It's neat to do the recruiting, but there's no benefit to having a huge stable of people. Uh, They don't do anything outside of sit at your base until you switch to them. Uh, There's no reason to to do it at all, unless you're getting trophies. And uh, I was going to do this as a numbskulls entry, but the trophies were so boring, I don't even want to talk about them. So that's it. That's, That's my final thought. It's not a good game. It's boring. It took all the fun out of the Watch Dogs series. I thought they were going in the more colorful, more fun direction. They just shat all over it. So... Uh, there's I don't see myself ever playing a Watch Dogs again. Maybe if like four comes out and it's it's really great, and maybe they bring back other characters or other locations or the location, the setting's really exciting. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. But th- it's an uphill battle. It went from buying it release day to maybe I'll get to it if it's really good, which is not that's that's a huge huge step backwards. But uh, I'd like to know what you guys think. If you've played the game yet, uh, if you haven't, if you're disappointed, if you're happy, uh, send us an email, plottytime at gmail.com. We have 100% guaranteed response rate. Uh, you can get to us faster on the socials, at plottytime on Instagram and Twitter. And also, if you'd like, you can go head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there, listen to us while you watch You know our logo. It, it really does help us out, so we really appreciate it. But uh, that does it for me for this Minnesota. Don't bother with Watch Dogs Legion. I'm I'm disappointed in it a lot, and uh, fuck it. I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.